coming up, we constantly get asked, hey, I don't like thrill rides, but I want to go to Universal because I like Harry Potter. What can I do there? So we're going to talk about that. We've talked about it before. We're going to update you because some of you aren't or new that weren't here before when we talked about it. Longest show intro ever from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida. This is the Universal edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is episode 204 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams. I'm joined alongside by my ghost, Mr. Rhino Clavin. Hello. Yeah, thank you for being here today. Yes, you're welcome. Yes, thank you. Thank yes. you, thank you. And yeah, a great episode for you today. Uh, I, I hope that didn't come off passive-aggressive in any way, shape, or form, but... It sure did. I'm sure it did, actually. But regardless, I don't have time to sit here and be like, oh, I need to focus on this a while and get my feelings in check on this. I, I can't I can't waste any time. You can't waste time. We only have so much precious time in this world. I'm and so excited. I'm so... You're getting a little Saved by the Bell vibes right here. You know what? That's fine. That's fine. I'm allowed to. It's whatever I say that goes. But for real, uh, we... I would say whether we do an email show or just if we say, hey, anytime anyone wants to send us uh, any questions that you might have that we can always be helpful enough to answer, uh, inevitably at some point in time we get the question, hey, I really want to come see Harry Potter, but I don't care about anything else. I don't like simulators because I get sick. I don't like roller coasters. I don't know what to do. I will just like, should I go? Will I be wasting my day? And so I'm not, I'm not singling out any one person with this question right here. So I don't want it to come off that way. If you sent that, uh, you are not, you are not alone in this. We get it very, very, very often. I'm here for you. Sorry, I'm going to be providing the BGM for this episode. Most, that is my purpose. Most <laughs> excellent. Most excellent. So, yeah, we're going to run over, uh, you know, I, pretty much everything you can do. We're not going to spend a lot of time going in depth on it, but we're going to, you know, if you had that question, we're going to hopefully make this list helpful for you saying, okay, well, there are things that I can do. There's, there's a lot to get me through uh, a trip to Universal. So I'm going to not, it's not going to be in any particular order. Honestly, it's in the order of how they're popping up on Universal's website, which uh, is all over the place. So I do apologize for that, but uh, just gonna, gonna have to be patient with it as we go through. So uh, why don't we waste no further time? Let's talk about the rides and attractions that you can do if you're afraid of roller coasters, motion sickness, this, that, and the other. The first one I'm going to start with, this is teetering on the edge. I don't want to say it is something uh, that everyone will be able to handle if they don't like intense rides, but there's really only one intense moment in the attraction, and that is Men in Black Alien Attack. Um, yeah, 
I I do get a little so the trick in this attraction to avoid that uh, motion sickness problem is there is spinning at some points, um, and that is activated by the other car. So your goal is to hit the red light on the other car, and as long as you are focused solely on that your car will not get hit, so you can stop it from uh, spinning. Yeah, there is one other moment, though, where your car will spin, regardless of the the yeah. red the red light, but overall, like, if you can handle a couple turnarounds, like, I'm not talking, I'm talking maybe, let's say you get hit with the spin, another one, let's talk, like, six, six spins, really quick spins, right in a row, beyond that, if you can handle that, we're talking this is a flat ride. It is a shooting attraction where you're shooting all the aliens as you go around. It's actually pretty slow paced. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing. It's really just those those couple of moments there where you might have the quick spins. But uh, a lot of times when people do bring that up, it's, I say, you know, spin around real quick where you're standing. If you can handle that, then you can end up handling yeah. Men in Black. And it's a fun ride. So I don't think it's something you would want to miss if you can help it. But there are those moments where, where it could happen. So as long as you're prepared for that, uh, it's definitely something that, that I think you should do. I agree. Opinion. I completely agree. Yeah. I, I, I think this is a lot of fun, especially for that you know laser tag. Not laser tag, but you know what I mean? The shooting kind of game. I like, I like to pretend I'm a man in black. Yeah, you you do like to do that from time to time. Uh, sticking in Universal Studios Florida, because that's where that Men in Black is. Uh, of course, the classic one that we always recommend it. I don't know why I didn't kick off the show saying it, but E.T. Adventure. Oh, yeah, heck yes. Uh, you can't get much more slow-moving than E.T. Adventure. It can be pretty scary at parts. Yeah, like the part... There is a part. <laughs> there's a part where you're riding the bike down and like you're bouncing on the officer, the hood of his car, and it's as if like it's just I don't know why they haven't ever updated the ride track system and the mechanism. It should just be like a little quick swoop down, uh, but then instead it's like this slow, painful kind of like move, and then you do a little swoop at the end. That is weird. But when that's the most intense section of the ride, like, that's that's a big... That's a big thing to know. I mean, it, it, there are some heights to it. So if heights are something that you're, I, yeah, I, 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 when I was a kid, I definitely had that where it seems a lot higher than you think you are yeah. too. So like, there's, yeah, I guess the best thing to compare it to is Peter Pan at uh, Magic Kingdom. Yeah, when they're flying over London, it's got a similar scene when the kids are flying over the city when you're with ET on the bikes, and so that part can be like, oh, I'm a little nervous, but it's like so slow and it's really cool to look at so it's yeah. not, it's really not yeah it's intense. it's you're never that high off the ground but i also don't have a crippling sense of fear when it comes to heights oh i sure do so i don't like i look at it and i'm like yeah you know what i if i jump down you know i might hurt my foot but beyond that i'm gonna be fine so it's kind of like that but i guess if you're like the person who looks down and it looks like you'll be falling forever then you might want to just stay away from it, but it is uh, it's it is an attraction that should not be missed by anyone who's coming to Universal, and I mean that anyone, everyone should experience ET adventure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I'm going to the next one. I'm going to throw people for a loop here and say, you don't like simulators, 
you get motion sickness, don't like intense things, you should go on Despicable Me Minion Mayhem. Hmm. I mean, I, I'm trying to remember. I've only done it the one time. It didn't bother me, I don't think. Well, it will bother a lot of people because it is a simulator in a big giant room, but it has one of the nice little secrets that a lot of people don't utilize. Sometimes they push for it, especially in, in busier times. They have what is called stationary seating. So essentially, I, I, I think I did it in stationary seating. I think that's why it didn't bother me. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, you might have. So there is an option at Despicable Me Minion Mayhem to use what they call stationary seating, and that is basically you go and sit down on a bench and you watch the movie that is happening. And I will say there is a lot of movement in the movie still, but it's not anything compared to what it would be like if you were in the simulator bouncing up and down left and right and if you can't handle 3d movies you won't be able to handle this but if you can sit there and watch a 3d movie and that doesn't make you sick uh i i would recommend it i the attraction is so cute i mean despicable me it's you can't argue that the series has a lot of heart and this takes place right after the end of the first movie and the the girls are celebrating their anniversary day of Gru adopting them and the the queue is so well themed as you go through and lots of entertainment lots of laughter the attraction itself has has a lot of fun in it too so it's something that i think should be seen you can't if you can't do the simulator part though Absolutely, you should go and sit in and just watch it. As long as 3D movies don't make you sick, which if that does, then you wouldn't want to do that. So keep keep that in mind. 3D fine all the time. 3D <laughs> no, don't go. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, going along the same lines with that, uh, there is also another 3D right across the street from Despicable Me, Minion Mayhem, Shrek 40. And, you know, we've we've hated on Shrek 4D for many a times here, and uh, I will not stop hating on Shrek 4D. It's not a it's not a great attraction at all, but it is a it's just a 3D movie. The seating is on a moving plate, so there is motion to it. But once again, there is stationary seating if you do need that. But honestly, I don't think it's the type of motion to give you motion sickness, though, because it's like it's more like recliners jumping up and down yeah, really quickly. It, it's more like if you ever did Captain EO back in the day yeah. when they had their theater that had the extra effects in terms Whoa. of the movement. It's very subtle. But then again, some people, they just need that little trigger yeah. to take them to the next level. Might be a thing where that's that does it for you. You always have stationary seating as an option. I mean, again, we're just giving you options for things you can do. I'm not saying you're going to enjoy it. Shrek 4D, you probably won't enjoy it, but it is an option for something to to waste part of your time while you are at Universal. So uh, moving on, I have to see where I want to go through next. I'm not going to talk about Woody Woodpecker's Nuthouse Coaster because... It's if you, you're such a child. <laughs> I just hate it. It's funny. It's called a nuthouse coaster, but the coaster is never inside of a house, really, is it? No, it's it's coming from the uh, factory. Oh, so it's it's fine. We we don't need to go into the debate on that. So the next thing I'm going to talk about is over in Diagon Alley. Let's say your your person is a huge Harry Potter fan. One of the places I would start is obviously going to Ollivander's oh, and getting yeah. a wand. 
Go so, go, go watch that show. Get the yeah. you might get chosen. The wand might choose you. Yeah. So no promises that you'll be the one chosen to get your wand. But at the end of the day, everyone's going to walk through Ollivanders and be able to select their very own wand. Whether you choose to have the wand from a, a popular person in the Wizarding World, or if you choose one that is. Uh, just just beyond design to uh, choose you regardless of how it happens uh you got to get a wand because the show itself is so so enjoyable to watch you know it's, it's sometimes it's a little awkward when they pick a person who does not have english as their native language and has no idea what's happening the entire time uh that time it can be awkward but in 99% of the time it's especially when you're watching a kid get their wand for the very first time and like they believe in every second of everything that's happening like that's that's when it's a really special moment and then from there you get the interactive wand you can then go all throughout Diagon Alley as well as Hogsmeade and perform magic tricks Mm -hmm. magic spells I should say they're not tricks they're real no it's a lot of fun too though I did that I brought my wand back this weekend and I did it and I like there's a lot of spells to do and it takes a little bit to get to get them and yep. so it's like a it's fun i don't know it'll take yeah. up a lot of your time i i completely agree with that so if you're really intense about it you can do that you can also walk in all the gift shops all around the wizarding world they are you don't have to buy everything but all the gift shops are extremely detailed and themed throughout so you going into weasley's wizard wheezes and just looking there it feels like you're actually in in the store right from the movie going uh, like wiseacres wizarding equipment is also accident exceptionally themed sorry i almost said accidentally like accidentally themed yeah um, what a happy mistake they had this wizarding (laughs) gift shop here (laughs) but yeah they're they're all so so really really cool on the inside including the um uh the the pet shop Oh, uh, my goodness. I I know. I can't. It's like on the tip of my tongue. I was literally staring at it and said the name the other day. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when we're terrible. Can't remember basic, simple things like that. But just take in all the shops and everything that's inside, even if you don't want to buy it. While you're in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, Diagon Alley, there's also live entertainment for you in there there's the stylings of celestina mm-hmm. warbeck in the banshees and nice and this is good yeah. this is like they 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 sing well and the songs are fun and the show is entertaining like it's one of those things that is not normally something i like to stop and do like it feels like very streetmosphere and stuff but it's actually very entertaining yeah it's it's i love that they keep it intimate on that small stage but it is easily something that could be adapted into a bigger theater presentation. The magical menagerie. Thank you. Thank you. It's the menagerie the always. Menagerie. Aladdin, I'm in the menagerie. Yeah, <laughs> menagerie. Um, it, it, yes. So there's that also taking place on the stage is the tale of the three brothers, the puppet show. And it, it, there's the two different tales. Puppets are cool. Yeah, there's there's the two different tales. And it's not, it's not your basic puppet show with hand puppets and such no these are intricately designed puppets it's beautiful i want them to sell those like i and they don't even like i want them to sell the nice puppet version but then i also want them to sell like a 
maybe even like, like a maquette version. Yeah, something yeah. like that Figures. that you can put on because I want the one of death. Yeah, big wings. No, it's amazing. Uh, designed by Michael Curry Designs, who you see all throughout all the theme parks and such. And yeah, it, an amazing show. Like just your jaw will drop watching it if you haven't seen it before. And again, it's worth the time that you put in to get in that front row spot and then watching the show. It's, and there's um there's benches over there too yep. lately, so you can usually get a seat if you need to too. Yeah, and uh, even beyond that, one last thing with it, if you're lucky enough to catch when uh, the night bus conductor is out there and interacting with with the shrunken head that's it's a little fun to throw away thing that'll only take two minutes out of your day but it's it's more than they have to do they don't have to have that anymore uh it was fun while it first opened up i still think it's fun but they could that's easily something they could have eliminated by now and people wouldn't have batted an eye like oh yeah that that did happen in the past, but they hold strong with it, and I appreciate it for that reason. So that's saying, you know what, honestly, if your motion sickness is a problem, all of that, uh, do not do Gringotts. That will get you. And if your motion sickness is really severe, I would also not recommend doing the Hogwarts Express. I am fine on the Hogwarts Express if I'm sitting as far away as yes, possible from the say. screen. Yeah. But even if I'm sitting right next to the screen Ugh, on the Hogwarts I won't Express, look at it. yeah, I can't do that so i can do it from a sense of like if i'm just enjoying the ride with the people around me i can but if i want to look at it i I, and i don't get motion sickness but it still gets to me so i don't know i don't know i I don't know i think it's because the film is at a different speed than what you're used to and there's also motion so it's like your eyes are registering film at a different rate than it's used to yeah in addition to being in motion it has a weird effect yeah, it's, it's just something is slightly off. So if you happen to catch the Blues Brothers as you're moving around, I definitely watch, recommend watching that. Entertaining. They come out, they sing, they dance, they become a part of you. Uh, you know, a new pair of underwear. Exactly, exactly. Uh, if you're a Simpsons fan, I, you know, sad that you can't go on the Simpsons ride because that is a simulator that'll make you sick. But there's also Kang and Codus's Codus's. Codus. Codoses. Codos. <laughs> so hard to say. The twirl and hurl right outside. Yes, it's just your simple hub and spoke ride. It's like Dumbo, magic carpets, one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. It's all like that. But this is where if you're a true Simpsons fan, it is hilarious standing in the queue for this, listening yeah. to it. You know, they got Jennifer Tilly to do the actual like narration in the queue and they make jokes about I think the I realize that. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Now that you say it, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, and it's just, they nail everything about it. So you know them from, from of course, all of the Treehouse of Horrors episodes. It was translated well. It's a simple, simple, basic ride. But for a Simpsons fan, you're really going to enjoy it. Uh, of course, you also have the Universal Orlando's horror makeup show. And while... 90% of the time we would not recommend the show because it is a mixture of outdatedness and cheese n- cheese and no not a lot of chemistry between the performers uh, no the performers are I have never been there where there's like a performer like they should not be doing this they all should be it's just sometimes the chemistry isn't there. It doesn't yeah. click between the two of them, and it really is a show. It's like, where, oh, have you, is this the first show you guys have done this yeah. together with? Yeah, and they need to be playing off each other, and sometimes they're not, so it can be bad for that. But there are a couple of cool aspects of it uh, with the, the with practic- blah, practical effects 
that are worth it just for that. So it might not be the best show, but it will give you an appreciation for how they make movies. Be aware, though, there is some audience participation. So if you're one of those people, be aware. And it could be you. So uh, just quickly, too, there's another couple animal actors on location. If you want to watch animals. I've never seen Do stuff. Yeah, I know you still haven't. And you you will never. I don't think so. Yeah. But you're not missing much. It's an option, though. If you love animals, you love pets, it's cute. You'll love it. Uh, If you're trying to also call back to terrible TV shows from the 90s and 2000s, I mean, at least 2000s, maybe late 90s too, but Fear Factor Live, open seasonally. Go in if you want. It's your call. Uh, just, Just be aware. I still haven't seen that either, you know. I just, we, it literally interests me so little that I have walked by while the show is going, and I'm like, nah, yeah. I don't want to go in. We'll, we'll do that after you get back from your little your yeah. Little I was thinking ride. I was thinking I should do it before it goes away. Yeah. You know, if if it ever will. Yeah, I'm assuming I mean, it will. Well, yeah, but uh, also we have the parade that rolls through the streets during the day, Universal Superstar Parade. Maybe you're not interested in the IPs, but it's still something to see and watch and it's see a fun parade. Yeah. Huh. Just look at it to watch it and see how Universal does parades, especially if you're a Disney person. The floats are very different from like a Disney type of float, especially the newer ones. So it's kind of interesting to see those. Yeah, and of course, wrapping up your day, uh, you have Universal Orlando Cinematic Celebration, which we have been... always recommend. Yep, been raving about it on the show. Yes, it's the last thing you'll do before the end of the night, but... It's it's a beautiful show. It's very, very well done, and it's worth the time and effort that you're going to put in to standing there waiting for that perfect spot and then actually watching it. You don't want the perfect spot? Yeah, you can walk up pretty pretty last second and still get an okay view of it and take it all in, but I, I think it's something that absolutely should not be missed, uh, If you're especially if you're not a fan of those big thrill rides and such. So moving I think that is it for everything at Universal Studios Florida. So I'm going to, yes, that is it on my list here. So let's move over to Islands of Adventure. Can't even say Islands of Adventure. I like it a lot. (laughs) I like it a lot. So (laughs) let's talk about Islands of Adventure. We'll uh, go go the Seuss way around. So we'll start with with Seuss Landing and the good news is over here you can basically do everything with a with a slight asterisk to it so one fish two fish red fish blue fish is your again hub and spoke ride like Dumbo Magic Carpets Kangen Kodoses Twirl and Hurl uh, this one is fun though because as we've talked about on the show before and uh, and really enjoy about it is that there is a song that is playing as you are moving around that is essentially giving you instructions on where you should go, like up and down, based on what color fish you are in and the amount of fish and all that. So if you do not follow the instructions, as they're saying, so if uh, you're in a yellow fish and they're saying, yellow fish, stay up and you're staying down, you will get sprayed with water when you get around yeah. to a certain point. So. It's it's fun for that reason, unless you don't want to get wet. Uh, but if you don't want to get wet, pay attention. Even then, sometimes I've had some close calls with it, so you just have to be careful with it. But it is so mild. It's simple, something that everyone uh, should be able to handle unless you really don't like spinning around in a circle. So uh, another one in Seuss Landing, High in the Sky Seuss Trolley Train Ride. 
This is another thing where if you're afraid of heights, you might not like it. But in terms of intense 3D, fast-paced attractions, this is not it. You are riding a train about 25 feet up above Zeus Landing all throughout the entire area. Yeah, getting say, great, yeah. damn, maybe 30 even, but not not that high at all. No, like, no, no, no. Another one of those where, like, if you fell out, you'd probably, I mean, you definitely hurt yourself, yeah. but you're not... I don't want to guarantee that you're not going to die. But well, like, this, if you like took a really bad fall and landed on your neck, maybe. But if you went like feet down, you'd probably break an ankle. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's definitely not going to feel good, but you're going to be fine. Uh, so, so that's grim. But yeah. yeah, no, real simple, real easy, real cute. It's it's one of my favorites. If I see, you know, if it's after four o'clock and I can just walk on with my express, I do that. If it's any time in the day where I see it's like ten minutes or less, fifteen minutes or less, I will. I will run to this and jump on it. Uh, I've waited. Oh, yeah. I've waited thirty minutes for this thing before too, and that's a big accomplishment for me. I don't like waiting and stuff. Uh, of course, you also have the carousel, which is carousel, which is just a carousel, but with Seuss characters. So easy going enough. Shouldn't have to say more on that. And then here's another asterisk, kind of like Men in Black. We have the Cat in the Hat. It is a dark ride that takes you through the story of the Cat in the Hat. This used to be a lot more intense. It used to spin a lot, yeah. and people would get sick on it. They have cut way, way back on that, so it is a lot tamer now. There is still a couple moments where the fast movements might get to you a little bit, but it's all it's all practical scenes. It, again, it is like it's your classic dark ride like E.T. or any of the ones over at Disney. Just those couple moments where it might be considered a little bit more intense. But I, I love the cat in the hat. I like. I mean, I like all Dr. Seuss stuff. You're you're a big fan of Teddy. Teddy? Theodore Gissel? Yes. Uh, yeah, I am. Yeah. I'm a fan. I, 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 cat in the hat is one of those ones where I actually can do it. The spinning has come down enough that it's like it spins, but it's it's not – it's not a. Uh, it's not as aggressive, like yeah. you said, as it was. So it's a little more like you can kind of pick a spot on the wall, and you might be okay. Yes, completely agree. So moving on into Lost Continent, Poseidon's Fury, a Ugh. terrible, terrible walkthrough attraction. Uh, so uh, something that I deem and still deem it to this day so bad it's good. It I really. S- I still think it's worth doing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the the water tunnel will never not be impressive. Well, it won't be impressive when it no longer exists and it's just completely gone. But as long as you're not like spending all day waiting on this thing, you'll walk through saying that was so dumb. But you'll still enjoy it at the end of the day. Yeah. So and there's nothing there that's going to catch you off guard. It's again, it's a walk through. It's just you want it to end so fast, and it just seems just to keep you, dragging Oh, we on. have another room to go in? <laughs> good, good. That's just what I wanted. I was hoping the there was room. more rooms. Yes, yes. So uh, moving into the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, we have, again, Ollivander's, the, the second Ollivander shop. Of course, the original Ollivander's is in Diagon Alley according to the books and movies and all that. But the original ones in terms of the first to open up in the Wizarding World is here in Hogsmeade. So you can do the same exact wand experience in there. You can get your interactive wand, take it throughout the land. And it's uh, it's definitely something that that if you liked it over in Diagon Alley, I'm not saying you have to redo it again, but it's an option if you said, you know what, skip it over there and do it over here. Uh, and then if you want, a, kind of like we skipped over Woody Woodpecker's uh, uh, Nuthouse Coaster, 
the Wizarding World of Harry Potter does have its its own mild uh, family style coaster in in the Flight of the Hippogriff. Mm-hmm. The only thing I would say on this one, while it is not very fast and very easy going, something very easy to do at its highest point. You're not just off the ground. You are also on a hillside where it's even taller. So at, at its peak, you are very, very high up. Yeah. So just be aware of that again. It's just the first part, yeah. but it is sometimes like if you're somebody who struggles with like the climb of a roller coaster, it might be a yeah. little much. Moving away from the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, going into Jurassic Park. Well, River Adventure is terrifying. <laughs> so it is scary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to be really scared of the dino. It's not yeah. even the drop maybe that scares me as much as the T-Rex does now. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. And well, the T-Rex is scary. It's, it's a full it, body T-Rex. It's scary. It's scary stuff. So, uh, I mean, no screens in it. So you're good with that, but it is a big, big drop. So yeah. I'm not going to beat around the bush on it. If you can't handle intense, it puts a little knot in it. my tummy when I drop. Yeah. You won't be able to handle that. There is one thing in Jurassic Park, though, that that you can enjoy. And that is the photo opportunity that's Raptor Encounter. Yeah. So I think that's something that's really, really unique because uh, every time I meet a raptor, go back after a little while and meet the raptor again, it's like I forgot how how kind of scary it is going. Oh, yeah, it's intense. Just, yeah. I get nervous. Dinosaurs make me nervous. I'm afraid they're real sometimes. Yeah. Not. I know that sounds stupid and you know it's fake, but it's to the point where you're like, why am I messing around? What if something comes to life here? Yeah. I'm not dealing with this. I've seen too <laughs> many movies, too many enchanted movies. Too many movies. Too many. So moving into uh, Toon Lagoon then after that, I, I will rate both of these as kind of you never know with it. Uh, I personally don't find either of these to be intense, nor including screens or anything. So they check off on that list. But uh, Dudley Do writes rips off falls. You don't think the last drop at the end's a little? It's not I, really a drop. I guess yeah. it's more like a shoot. It just shoots you out at a high yeah, speed. It, it does shoot you out at a high speed, but to me, it's not. It's not the same intensity of like River Adventure where you have that big massive drop the and then the wave like hold like, and then whoosh, yeah and then it stop like you hit the wave so hard that it like stops the boat and you jerk forward with rips off falls. It's not that high of a drop. You're talking fifty feet, give it's or like, take. I guess it's like a giant long water slide or like the you know those slides you rode with the uh, they give you the. Um, the, the cloth bag yeah. and you sit on it. It reminds me kind of of that, but yeah. like really long. Well, it's like the double dip in Splash Mountain where you go up up and down again and like kind of through that. But on after you come up out of the dip, you then go through the bubbly portion then where you're also getting slapped in the face with water. Yeah. So that's the only real intense part. But as you're moving around, I mean, it's just a normal flume ride. There's nothing super out of the ordinary or big. It's just that final one. And you can look at that and look, look and say like okay that final drop you know what that doesn't look bad i can see it all there looks fine to me whereas like you know it's there's there's nothing really hidden on the inside where you're like no 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 there's fire there's screens no yeah. i can't deal with that uh with um then popeye and bluto's build drop barges that is it's a raft ride there's honestly the the most thrills that i get out of that is like telling myself that I'm not going to get wet and just repeating it over and over again and then inevitably coming out getting soaked. So that's that's the thrill in that is that you're you're probably going to get wet and you don't want to, but 
you do anyways, unless it's that hot summer day, which in that case, you're probably not waiting for it, because why would you wait in a line on a long summer <laughs> yeah. day? Ugh, that just sounds awful. Warm but today. Warm, warm, warm yesterday. yesterday. Warmer today. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> and <laughs> unfortunately, though, for you, that's where my list comes to an end. Because after that, inside this this world of Islands of Adventure, the next place that we have is Marvel Superhero Island. Yeah. And Spider-Man is a simulator, a 3D simulator. That's going to make you sick. The Incredible Hulk coaster will probably make you sick. And Storm Force Accelotron. Yes, that will make you sick. It makes me feel like my body's in a blender. Yeah, and and Storm Force Accelotron, you got it's Mad Tea Party style. So, yeah, I guess you could just ride it around and not spin, but... I would say if you are feeling adventurous when it comes in terms of screens and you're like, it's toward the end of the day and you're like, you know what, we're leaving anyways, I might as well give one of them a try, I would say Spider-Man's the one to take the bet on. Because not only is that an awesome ride or attraction, it... The the there's a little bit of spinning in it that isn't like super intense, but it I of the screen based attractions, I feel like it's one that bothers me the least yeah. amount. I see, and I would love to say Spider Man. Uh, that's actually a lot of times we used it for Bidden Journey when people were getting they were afraid to ride because they might get sick. A lot of times we would say, "Well, did you ride Spider Man? Were you able to handle that?" Yeah, and well, yeah, no, we liked it. It's like okay, it's like Spider Man except your feet are dangling down and it doesn't spin. And if they said that, like, oh yeah, we were okay with that, then that would be the sign to go on that. And so I do say that. I, I see where you're going with that. I would actually almost lean a little bit more towards saying Transformers, though. Um, for me, so? the it, only it's reason more I screens. It, it is more screens. The thing that really gets me in in Spider Man though is the climb up. When you start climbing up the building, really? that, yeah, okay. that, it, I, again, I mean, I can see that because it it is disorienting because exactly. you don't know whether you're moving or the walls are moving or the vehicles moving. Yeah, or whatever. that that's the only moment in that attraction where I get disoriented. It doesn't make me sick, but I get that feeling of like, whoa! If I could get sick, I think this is where it's it would funny be. because in Transformers, for me, it's the fact that the Transformers are moving around too much. Yeah, so like it's like my eyes are trying to focus on them, and because their speeds keep changing, because it slows down and speeds up. It's so it's it's interesting that you feel that. I mean, I I'm not not agreeing with you, but it's that's how I feel it. You know, but I I think hey, that's why we're having this conversation here is to try to try to break down barriers and figure it all out. But I think I think we did a good job of. Telling everyone today, uh, it, uh, I know we didn't go super in depth on everything. Uh, a lot of that we just said, oh, yeah, it's pretty cool, unique, all that, blah, 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 skipped over it. But ultimately, I, the point I wanted to drive home is that there is still plenty to do. Yes, the marquee attractions do tend to be intense, tend to to have screens at some point that could make you sick, all of that. Like, I'm not going to beat around the bush. Forbidden Journey's great. Uh, Gringotts is great. The Simpsons ride, I love. Uh, Fast yeah. and Furious, amazing. Uh, Racer New York starring Jimmy Fallon, uh, just unbelievable. Okay, you can What's strike, wrong with strike you? the last two. Yeah. But, uh, you know, a lot of people love Hollywood Rip, Rock, Rip Ride Rocket. It's absolutely terrifying looking oh, at yeah. it. Revenge of the Mummy, I keep lying to myself saying it's not as intense as it is. And it's then, not as intense. Yeah, until and you, then you come get on to it and you come stop. to that yeah. stop. Yeah. yeah. And, and you're like, oh, my insides. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I'm done at this point telling, like, I, I think everyone should try the mummy. 
but that, I'm going to stop lying and saying that it's not that my intense. My dad, I, I was saying like, oh, well, this one's not intense. It's, I was like, it's more like just a car on a low on the ground just very fast. And my dad was like, it's a little more intense than you said, but it ended up being his favorite thing we did the entire day at yeah. Universal. But, you know, different strokes for different folks, as I always say. Uh, but, yeah, so a lot of those attractions that I just mentioned there, you know, they are – they they are marquee attractions. They are great for a reason, but there's still plenty to do. And you know what? Maybe you decide to try one and be a little adventurous. Maybe not, but I still think there's enough for you to at least get one full day, especially if you're park hopping, where there's enough to see and enjoy and do, whether or not you're a Potter fan. If you're a Potter fan, you're going to want to spend more time in Harry Potter and enjoy it. So uh, that's I hope we helped a little bit on that. And, and that will do it for this episode. So thank you, everyone out there, for listening and watching this. And thank you, Rhino, for joining in that conversation with me. Yes. Uh, and, of course, if you need any extra information, head over to disunplugged.com, home of our show notes page for this show and all the others on the Disunplugged podcast network. You can find links to Facebook, social uh, – Jeez, our social media channels alike, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and, of course, our email, uopodcast at disunplugged.com. So you can send us emails at any time. We'll either answer them right away, save them for a big episode like this one, or use them for our next uh question and answer show that we we do which will probably be happening sooner than later if you're listening to this on itunes i did this backwards Jeez louise if you're watching this on youtube go ahead make sure you're subscribed hitting that bell button so you get notified anytime there's a new video for this show or any of the other videos we put out there uh, also make sure you're leaving us fun comments down below i'm trying to get better in 2019 about answering more if you just say we love the show and like i don't want to say thanks because at some point you're going to think that like oh he just says thanks to everyone so not i can't promise i'll always answer everyone but i'm going to try to answer most and uh of course always thumbs up if you want to do that if you're listening to this on itunes go ahead subscribe rate and review us so thank you once again to everyone out there for listening and watching this we hope you enjoyed it we'll be back with you next week for a little bit different one because i just remembered rhino is on vacation oh, yeah. so <laughs> i'm not on vacation uh, work vacation Vacation. I am working on the seas. Work vacation. Uh, so <laughs> a pirate. <laughs> Yarg. So thank you once again, everyone. That'll do it for this episode. I don't remember where I'm at now, so why don't I just say uh, we still haven't changed the name. Yeah.